L-A-S. The L-A-S Podcast Network. Always local, always authentic, always surprising. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sarah Van Cleve, a biracial single mom adoptee raised by an all-white family. And I'm Caleb Scales, a proud gay man, restaurant savant, who will make the best flipping margarita you've ever had. And this is Othered, a podcast for those who feel different. Each episode, we'll be having conversations about racism, homophobia, holistic health, drinking, sex, drugs, yoga, 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 yoga. Yogurt. (laughs) This podcast comes out every Thursday for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you want bonus episodes, ad-free listening, discounts at our live events, and exclusive access to merch, then subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus to get started. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Sarah. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Kayla. Oh my God, I love that for us. I feel like I'm trying too hard now. You are, but I like it. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Caleb. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> L-A-S. Hey, everyone. Alan here. We're so excited to share this next leg of our journey with you. If you want to keep up with all things Miria, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Miss of Miria. If you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends. Or if you have the time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show your support. If you want more show, uh, and you want to show us more support, I read the line wrong. I'm sorry. We're keeping it in. Head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com <laughs> and sign up for LAS Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, ad-free episodes, and more. And we have bonus episodes on there, and they are lovely. We love them. They're fantastic. You Loads of bunnies. Yes. yes. Loads of bunnies. Loads of bunnies, probably. <laughs> uh, thank you so much again for sharing the precious pieces of your time with us. And without further ado, welcome to Miria. Her. Hello. Shadow. Hello. You've taken some time. And you are moving through the streets on a mission for a makeover. Yeah. An uneasy freedom is placed upon you. In your last conversation with your friend Val, you knew he was going to head over to the Guard home to converse with Arsenio with the help of Caius, Orion, and Arno. Not wanting to be involved in that, the two of you decided that it might be better to take a bit of time and travel throughout the city. As you pass through the streets... Everything seems maybe more calm, maybe more jubilant. You pass through patches of people of all walks, all emotions, and it feels almost refreshing to get lost in a sea of people who aren't worried about who you are. Hmm. Her, you keep your eyes on the windows of many buildings as they pass. You don't know exactly what you're looking for, but you know you want to feel different. Not Lyra, at least. However, in a world where everything is new and everything is also simultaneously different, the weight of the choices feels a little odd to you. Mm. How can there be so much in one city, in one continent, in one hemisphere, on one planet, in an entire system of planes of existence? Every day feels like a flood of new information. Sometimes it's exhilarating. Sometimes it's drowning. Often, you can only decide what it was when you've already been through it. Shadow, as you pass by many different stalls, you see them selling various things. You pass by stalls with pelts, stalls with wooden knickknacks, potion sellers, jewelry merchants, and many more. Curiously enough, though, as you pass by these stalls, you spy down an alleyway that there are a few children, a mix of dragonborn, human, and elven with one goblin, painting on the walls of a building. As you gain a better angle on the wall, you see that they have painted a large Levitican L symbol on the wall, followed by the letters (laughs) O-S-E-R-S. Oh my god. They look up from their giggling painting. They see you. 
and they immediately drop the brush and run away. (laughs) As you continue on past these stands, the one that stands out to you most is the one that is currently selling produce. It's this larger wooden stall that seems like it is made from the front of a cart, an ingenious design where the stall would come over the cart when you drive, but it can be rotated down to turn the cart into a storefront. The cart is full of myriad produce and farm-fresh goods, and the left side of it seems to have been fitted with various barrels that have been strapped in and have spigots on them to dispense beverages from them. A donkey stands at the back of the cart, and at the front, a dwarven woman with auburn hair manages the stand. And the sign on the top of the stand reads, Battle Hammer, Brew, and Other Various Goods. Currently, standing at the front and haggling with, uh, with this dwarf is a goblin woman. The same goblin woman from before, who you heard Caius refer to as Mimi. As you approach, you start to hear the middle of a conversation between them. The dwarven woman says, Sorry, Mimi. I'm already giving you a huge discount. I'm basically selling them to you at what recoups the cost in bulk. I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. I, I, I have a family to feed, too. Mimi responds with, I know, Fenelon. I'm sorry. I, I feel sorry for asking. I apologize. Uh, I, I didn't mean to be rude. I, I, I'm sorry. Fenelon responds back, No need to apologize, Mimi. I, I understand. There's no hard feelings, of course. I know... I know where you're coming from. Just the one bunch of potatoes, then? Mimi says, Yeah, I guess that's all I have the coin for. And she hands back one bunch of potatoes. Her is looking up at Shadow with, like, the biggest, widest, just like, Can we please do something? Eyes, and she just, like, shakes your hand because she's been holding it while you're walking and just says, We have money now. To help her? Yeah. Th- yeah. Oh, um... You're Mimi, right? <clears throat> yes. Uh, I would, uh, walk up with her next to me. Um, I, I couldn't help but overhear, uh, well, Fenelon, is it? Um... Yes. The dwarven woman responds to you. Mimi, standing down below you, looking up very sheepishly at your seven-foot-four tall form <laughs> from her three-foot-tall form. How how many potatoes were you needing? I, um, I was just looking for five more. Oh. Do you want anything else besides potatoes? Uh-huh. I, I wasn't looking for anything much more. I just don't... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I think I've seen you two before. Um, we were with, um, Valros and Caius... And I think you were talking to Caius when we came in town. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, we're friends of, I guess, Caius now. Because we're friends with Val. And Val's friends with Caius. So we're friends. Oh. Which means we're friends. I didn't know. Um. Thank you. Um. F- How much for would being five my friend. potatoes be? I think it's about three copper. She oh. looks over towards Fenelon and Fenelon nods. I rummage around in my little bag that I have still and I take out 25 gold and I put it in my hand and I hold it out to me and I just say yeah she holds out her hands towards you and she like doesn't know what you're handing to you but as you drop it in her palms she just looks down bewildered and she just says oh I just hold a finger up to my mouth and I just say don't worry about it I, I haven't made this much in a long time don't worry about it a uh, gift from some friends Okay, um, do uh-uh. She kind of looks down and she says, Do you have anywhere to spend Harvest Tide? We recently came into town and acquired a, a home. You're, you're more than welcome to come over. I've never personally celebrated... What har- harvest tide? Oh yeah, it's um, it's a vacation. Or not? It's sorry. This is all a little overwhelming. Um, uh, it's a it's a vi- holiday that happens after this month and between the next month. It's just a single day where we all celebrate and eat food together. Hmm. Oh, this 
This sounds nice. Do you, yeah. Do you have a place to celebrate? Um, I have my house. I was gonna. I mean, I cook for my my kids there. <gasps> How many children do you have? Uh, three. Well, it sounds like I, new friends. It sounds like new friends. You can come over to my place if you like. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming. Or, or if, uh, like, no. Sorry, I don't mean in. in no, no, no. You're fine. I mean, you're also more than welcome to come over to our place too. It's pretty big and really cool. If you, where, where is your house? Where is our house? Uh, it's over in the Tiefling Quarter. Um, kind That's of right. up in the in the upper. It's in the upper city. So any house really in the upper city is is a lot nicer than the surrounding area. Oh, we're in the Tiefling Quarter. Oh. How'd you do that? We... I thought they weren't giving those houses out to anyone. It was a hard-fought battle. We, we, we won the deed through a, uh, through a battle from a town previous. You fought the Vero? No. Not the Vero. We fought a... Uh, big cat. A, a big, yes, a big cat. Um, oh. Named Brayor. Um, we did I, an arena thing. It was really cool. I don't know who that is. Well, he's... Is he in the Vero? Not... No. Oh. People won't have to worry about him for a long time. Yeah, we ran him out of town. All um, right. Um. Well, uh, coming to your house sounds nice. Maybe it'd be a nice change for the kids. Yes. Um. Okay, well, how about I buy the food and I'll cook it for you for helping me? Oh. Um, if you want. I think it would be really fun to learn how to make food with you. I can do that too, if you'd like. Mm. It's my first harvest time. Never really experienced a holiday before, so. How? I don't celebrate it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I can help. Um, I'll buy some more. And she turns over to Fenelon, and Fenelon is just like smiling with this like goopy smile. Aww. Like she's just like watching this interaction happening and is melting into Aww. her car. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Mimi looks at her and she says, Fenelon, can I have a couple more? And Fenelon just looks down, and she just says, yes, of course. Uh, uh, of course. And she pulls around and grabs different things. Like, she has some dried meats that she pulls down and, and some different things. Mimi chooses a couple different pieces of food. Now that she has a little bit more coin, honestly, she spends, like, five silver, which is not a lot to you guys. But, like, to her, that was a lot of food. Mm-hmm. And she she grabs as much as she can, and she says... Um, okay, I'll, I'll bring this over when it's when it's time. Uh, I think it's tomorrow, so. Oh. Well, perfect. So soon. Yeah. Wow. It's it's the 30th of Eliant. It's, it's today. I mean, oh. tomorrow would be harvest hide. Cool. So soon. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I'll see you tomorrow then. We'll see you and the kids then. Sounds good. And she smiles. Um, her kind of yellow dress wavering in the wind, her large straw hat covering up her face, but <laughs> not able to cover up this smile that she now has, like, beaming ah, across her face. Adorable. Yay. Um, she walks away, the wind ever so slightly blowing at the uh, the ends of her dress, and she proceeds off into the city. Uh, her whiffs around and looks at Shadow and just says, that felt so good. <laughs> Did you see how she was so happy? She was indeed happy. I I think it'll be nice for all of us to have a meal together in the new house. Can we just like... Oh, I guess you can't... Can you open your face plate? Um, Pretend to put food in? I should have told her that she doesn't need to worry about cooking for me necessarily, but I can help. I She's can help not. for sure. Yeah, you can... Take a big knife and go chop, 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 chop. <laughs> or something. I can try. <laughs> As you continue on through walking through the city, um, both of you roll perception checks. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> 18. 18. That's a good one. <laughs> 13. 13. Okay. Uh, her, you're, you're like welled up in this good feeling. You... Look at this! Like the day, the sun beams bright. It brings you warmth. It brings you comfort, and you're just basking in the moment. Uh, Shadow, you, your instincts kick in, and you start to overhear a conversation. 
and you hear these two men kind of talking off into the side of the street, and you hear one saying, What does that even mean? They're the strongest in the world. That can't be true. And a second man says to him, I'm just relaying, man. I don't don't think they as a whole will be around for much longer. It doesn't seem like the government there is doing what it needs to. People are dying, and they can't seem to stop it. And then the first man returns back and he just goes, Shh, be quiet. There's one of them. And they both look at you. And they kind of slink back into the crowd. Hmm. I would just nod at them. Okay. Yeah. Uh Walking around while she's, like, doing that. um, I'm, like, like, holding your hand. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, holding... I'd be holding the hand back, but also just trying to look around, because I'm imagining I'm towering above pretty much everybody. Yeah, you can... I mean... Most people are shorter than you, so you can see above the heads of almost everyone. I would just be, like, scanning kind of constantly, my eyes moving, my my neck not really moving as much, but just, like, trying to take it all in, and, like, if there's any threat that would be approaching. Roll me a perception check. (sighs) No time for relaxing. Aw, yeah. Twelve. Twelve. Um, you kind of just, like, you, you don't feel incredibly sure on what threats are out there, um, however, you know that her is close. She's holding your hand with, like, two of her hands, because, of course, your hands are just, like, gigantic mitts in, next to hers. Um, but she's close enough, and you'll be able to see and or feel her tug at you if if any danger comes. So you feel confident enough. Sure. Dude, she's been tugging at you the whole time. She's like an excited golden retriever. Just like, look at that over there. Oh, you see that shop? That's so cool. Do you see that in the window? Oh, my God. Speaking of, actually, her, you see a large complex of connected buildings with a few storefronts in it. Uh, Two of them specifically stand out to you. The first is a place that has a sign above it that says Marie's Makeovers, the same one that Arno referenced you to. Yeah. Um, It has a sign outside with a dress and scissors on it, and in the windows there are many different nice outfits, all in different, vibrant, and obviously tastefully arranged colors. Whoever owns this shop is very obviously skilled at what they do. Nice. The second catches your eye more so with with what's in the window than anything else. A smattering of different magical implements are displayed in the window of this shop. The bed of the window has many minor magic components, dried and placed in bundles, butterfly wings, small bug antenna, silver filament, dried vegetables, small gemstones, and and much, much more. Um, On a couple small stands, you see a few larger items. You see a pipe with runes carved into the side, a small metal grate covering the mouth of it. You see a small brass orb with Roman numerals cut into it like a clock. Many small cuts and tiny pieces make up the rest of it in a very obviously intricate clockwork mechanism. And as you approach, you watch as it flashed bright blue for just a moment. Uh. Uh, before you, just qui- uh, just as quickly fading away, mm-hmm. you see also an intricately detailed uh, set of rings that would go over your fingers and curve with them, covering at least two knuckles on each finger. Uh, Additionally, in this window, you can see a case of wands, each more intricately designed than the last. You look up and you find yourself struck in the face with something cold. You realize now that falling down about an inch away from this shop is a small amount of snow. And you look up and shielding your face with your hand, you see the sign and it reads, Warmth of Winter, Ebonvale. And underneath that, you read a tagline that says, Riches and Regalia for adventurers of any walk I um <laughs> I immediately press my face up to the glass and just go orb orb and I look at shadow and I point at the orb and I just say orb and I run in the shop okay um okay and then I would just kind of slowly follow after her you <laughs> go towards the door and it's this like large oaken mahogany oh, i said oaken mahogany oaken door uh, uh oak or mahogany you choose listener decide theater <laughs> of the mind and all that <laughs> yeah it's a dark wood and ultimately you are able to open the door and step through um it's about six feet tall so you have to duck under a little bit mm-hmm. but nonetheless you're able to uh move into the room 
The store has red carpeted flooring and rich mahogany wood walls. There's a small personal stage in the far corner with four air elementals, roughly four feet tall each, and all of them have tuxedo cuffs on their wrists, and they're all standing there <laughs> as a four-piece playing jazz music. Oh my god. Love that. I adore that, actually. Ooh. You see the walls are covered in uh, in bookcases, completely covered in bookcases with just a ton of different reading material on all of them. Hmm. Uh, a dragonborn woman mans the counter next to the door. Uh, the room is plain, um, but with those bookshelves, and it also has a fireplace that is set in the middle of the room, and it's currently lit. There are two large red suede chairs next to the fireplace. The woman has dark black scales and deep golden eyes, and she wears a fine, tight red blazer over top of a white shirt. Um, the blazer can be seen to have magical fire rising from the bottom of it. Mm. And she stands there and she asks the both of you, Ah, uh, hello, what can I get for you? Uh, I run in with my clunky little boots. I just go all the way over to where the front portion is with the um, display. Yeah. And I'm just... It's just, you open the door, run to the left, and you go to the display. Actually, looking in here now, right on the back side of this, you see a couple different other things. There's like a a, um, a display of like seven different wands that are kind of arranged, each a little bit more detailed than, ne- than the next. Um, and just to the right of that as well, you see a small arrangement of uh, what you can see to be paints. Hmm. Uh, okay. I'm still running over to the like display, yep. and as when the dragonborn says hello, I point at the orb and I just say orb. I mean, hi, hello, hi, hello. Um, what's this? Uh, that is an arcane focus. Um, we have many magical um items here, but these are the ones that are um most affordable to any people who walk by. Um. Sorry, what's an arcane focus? It is what spellcasters use to cast spells. Um, some people decide to use components, and she steps down from the um, the counter, and she walks over, and she kind of displays the magical item components on the bed of the display case. Mm-hmm. And some of them choose to use wands or um, other arcane focuses like this pipe. And she picks up the pipe, and she blows into it, and you see this, like, silvery mist emit from the top of the pipe as it sparkles and you watch uh, it burn from the top all the way back down and evaporate that silvery mist and fire. Huh. And she places it back. Um, uh, Like quickly cleaning off the mouthpiece with a small handkerchief that she has inside of her blazer. That's cool. She pats her pouch and says, components. Okay. Components. Okay. Okay. She takes her bag and she looks at it and then puts it back, I guess, on her back or her side or wherever she keeps it. Sure, and says, sure, sure, sure. Um, does this one do anything special? And she points at the ball. The woman looks down and she says, um, not necessarily, but uh, it has been utilized by many uh, chronomancers in the past. What about these? And she looks at like the finger things. Um, those ones are more decorative than anything. It was a passion project that I had made a little while ago. Oh, you made them? Yes, I did. Do they look to be her finger size? Um, they're... I mean, they look roughly, um, her finger sized. Um, I would say they're small, but they are also made of this almost like kind of, um, thinner metal. So you could probably bend them to work exactly for your fingers, too. Hmm. Hmm. And, um, I mean, how much for finger things and the orb and then those paints over there? Each arcane focus is 50 gold. And the paints, however, are just paints, as I do like to make art and things like that. And so I was, uh, I have many options for that. And I, um, one of my favorite things is to, um, magically create different pigment colors. And so I make them and then sell the paints that come from making those pigment colors from different flowers and things. Oh. And the paints are only a gold. So the the orb I mean, a gold per tube. Yeah, yeah. So the orb is 50. Yes. 
what are the finger things? Um, the finger, uh, the finger focuses are also an arcane focus. Ooh. So they would be fifty as well, as well as any wand. Huh. Now I know that you said that those were for pulling people in with the more affordable ones. Do you yes. have anything that would maybe be, I don't know, a tier up from that? Well, we also offer um, glamour weave, which is a um, well, the the glamour weave that we have is um, magical clothing with moving patterns, and she offer she shows you her her blazer and that same magical fire that lifts up from the bottom of the blazer <gasps> continuously moves at the bottom of it. We uh, could get you a giant tuxedo. Yeah. Oh my! We have a few other magical items, but um. So far, I think they have been outside of the price range of many people in Ebonvale. They come from a centralized location for all of our, um, warmth of winter locations. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, officer, take the orb. Oh, yes, of and, course. um, two tubes of paint? Uh, what Wait, colors sorry. would you like? What are your favorite colors, Shadow? Um, I... I haven't thought about that in a while. Well, now's your chance. Um, and you'd see his eyes just like shift like inward and just like scan around for a second, just puzzling it out. Um, I, I really enjoyed, I think blue and I really enjoy, oh, um, and you'd see him, like, just labor through this, um, You can do it. I I believe in you. He really, (laughs) I mean, I really, uh, enjoyed the color white. Did you like the color white? Do you? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, okay. Then I will get blue and white. All right. What kind of blue? Like sky? Um, Ocean? Well, if you take the one blue and you mix white with it, you can make whatever <gasps> color you want. You know what? You're right. I am. I'll take them. Yes. yes. Oh, of course. Um, you see her walk over and she, um, she kind of closes her eyes and she waves her fingers across them as well. And she picks up a third tube and she grabs it with her and she says, an extra one. It's... Two buy two get one, and Is she it? offers you a tube of yellow with the oh. blue and white. Oh, I will take all of them, please and thank you. Uh, and she says, uh, "All right, do you want any of the components, or um, perhaps a spell or two?" Got spells? And she motions towards the wall. Oh, you want a spell, Shadow? I, um, I'm fine with, uh, my, the, the one that you purchased for me before is perfectly fine. I don't, I'm much more in the way of martial activities. Well, hold on, you said chronomancers use this thing, right? You're telling me there are more people who do chronomancy? Minorly. There are small things like reversing wounds and things of the sort. Very small amounts. Sign me up for whatever that was. I will take whatever spell that is. Of course. How um, much is it? I don't have. Uh, I don't have them yet. Oh. Well, right here with me. But uh, I shall have them brought to you if you would like. We have a a service, a delivery service, if you'd like. I mean, out of character. Can I just? Can I get some spells? To, for, for later. Sure. Yeah. Please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I will say uh, she will send you a spell. Um, we have one in mind for the closing wounds one, uh-huh. uh, but we will we'll write that one down Just and we'll, give me a catalog. We'll, we'll send that out uh, for the sake of brevity. <laughs> you search the catalog and um, you pick out one. And she says, "Oh, that is a fine spell. Uh, I will send that to your abode. What is your address?" Aww. And you tell her the address of, of the house. House in at. the Tiefling District. House in the Tiefling District. And she says, I will send that to you as soon as I can. I must get it from our warehouse, though. Okay. Um. So you said, I'm doing some mental math. 50 gold pieces plus the two. Yes. It is 52. also, it is also uh, I, I believe, let me count it out, 100 gold for that spell. 
It is a very rare one. I mean, I have the money for it, so I don't see why not. <laughs> so a total of, uh, it was... 153. 153? Sounds good. 153. Why, where are you getting the third one? The third gold. Buy one. Oh, it's 152. Yeah, 152. That's a freebie. Yeah. Um, she says, would you like some brushes with your paint? Yes. Okay, that will be five silver. <gasps> I just hand her a gold. <laughs> All right. And you drive a hard bargain, miss. I know, I am very, very difficult to deal with. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> oh, right. Do you want any glamour weave? You had said that you were interested in it. Big tuxedo? I... <gasps> Wait! Mm. We can get you a cape that has flames on the back. I don't necessarily want to draw any more attention to myself than I already do otherwise. What? I mean, if you already draw attention, why not make them be like, oh, that guy looks really cool. Maybe oh, if you were distinguished, they would look at you for different reasons. Oh, that robot is so handsome. Do you have Ooh. things that help hide? I am not going to lie. I don't think that someone of your size is going to be very good at hiding. You don't know how well he plays hide and seek at all. You're right. Um, I do, um, <laughs> but I don't have, like, I'm I have some invisibility potions, if you are thinking of that. Not necessarily. I'm, I'm fine without this glamour weave. I, I don't Very necessarily bad. require that. All right. How much is the glamour weave? Uh, the glamour weave in total is 200 gold for per garment. Oh, yes. Well, I don't even have that much money, so it doesn't matter. It's very, yeah, it's, it's a permanently enchanted magical item that is always going to look good. I, I literally don't have enough money for that. Well, I'm, perhaps you come back later. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. It is a sta- status symbol that will be with you forever. It does not need, uh, it does not need to be repaired at any point because it is a magical item. And so it won't ever get worn or anything. Interesting. Hmm. So keep this in mind. Indeed. Her is just like looking pointedly, <laughs> pointedly at Shadow. She's just like, mm? she's like really trying to sell him on this magical tuxedo. She like elbows. I don't know your hips, whatever height she's at. She's just like, oh. We'll we'll think about it. Thank you very much. Very well. Oh, I've already thought about it. You that. you exchange the money. She gives you all these things. Um, she says that she'll send you a spell later. Okay. And uh, you take. The orb, orb, and you take orb. the paints, and you, you take uh, you take uh, the brushes that she hands over to you. Just a nice set of, of wooden brushes um, with some some uh, horse uh, horse paint uh, or horse bristles. Okay. So um, you take those and you make your way out. Um, you carry them in a in a small uh, bag. I'm Morgan has this mischievous mm-hmm. face on, and I am worried as to what this is going to entail. <laughs> uh, you'll find out. Okay. As we step outside of the shop, I look up at Shadow and say, "Hey, um, I have an idea." Okay. What are we doing? I hold up the paints. Those are the paints that you just bought, correct? I bought them for you. I don't paint. She holds up a brush and starts, like, miming painting on your arm. Oh. You... Uh, okay. Tattoo. Oh. I... Interesting. Um... By all means. But I don't know if out in the street would be a good place for this. There's that alley over there. Where the kids were. <laughs> okay. I... Uh, Sure, we can do that. Her eyes light up and she's just like, okay, good, 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 good. And she grabs your arm and like haplessly like tries to pull you and towards the yeah, alley. After a tug, I would just, uh, okay. Okay. Very good. I just get pulled along. You get pulled along over into the alley and uh, you both are, are there. I mean, it's dark in here, which is like, because it's between buildings, right? So, um not going to get a ton of light, but, I mean, it's vacant. I mean, there's not people, which I think is, like, the best part. Sure, yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> I don't have a light spell, because I have dark vision. So, DM, I have dark vision. You see in greys. Frick! <laughs> oh, it's, you know what? It's I mean, it's not, like, it's not, like, 
perfectly dark yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you'll probably still be able to see all the colors. It's just not as saturated as you know. But you'd be able to paint fine. Okay. Are all the are all those kids gone? All the kids are gone, okay. yeah. And they, you still see, uh, actually, her now that you are looking over to it. You see that large Levitican L with O-S-E-R-S next to it. Is the paint still there that they dropped? Uh, no, they dropped the brush. And it's this big, like, it's a big brush, like one that you would use to, like, line houses. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, for the sake of brevity. Sure. Uh, I will have Shadow sit down, and I will take the white and the blue and the yellow. And I'll spend however long it takes okay. to paint a myriad of flowers up and down both of your arms. Oh, very oh. nice. And I then, love that. Um, I put, like... I put white dots like freckles oh across your face. That is the coolest. <laughs> and then, so like are the stems of each of the flowers white and yep. then the blue and yellow are the actual flower petals? Yeah. That's really cool. And then some of the flowers are just white. Very nice. Very nice. Um, let's see. And then. This is super cool. I love it. On the palm of your hand, on one of them, I make a yellow sun. And on the other one, I make a white moon. Very Ooh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. That's awesome. Very cool. You know what? She's just like really like careful. She's like looking at you super hard and like her tongue's sticking out and she's biting it and she's like focusing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, she's like, just like you've got a knack for it. The the hmm. like the artistic flair that you have, it's really well done. Um Shadow, you look down like She's impressively good at this. Like, oh, wow. like okay. she's got a natural ability to do this. Like, it just seems like it comes, like, from vision to paint. It is really, really well done. Dang. Okay. Handwriting's still really bad, though. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> g- g- gain an inspiration. Yay. Yeah. That was awesome. That's so cool. Yay. Very good. Very good. Um. It's my inspiration time. There you go. Yeah. I would. I would hey. look down at my arms and just like nod a few times and just this I thank you I uh if I want this to to last I would have to set it with some sort of solvent or coating I don't want this to wear away I hmm. I would I've... just like put both <laughs> hands on either side of you and just like hold you for a second like thank you I just hug you and I just say you're welcome. <laughs> Shadow, it's odd. Like, I don't think that you felt so much like free care or free love given to you um, by a group of people in a long time. Yeah. Um. Like in, in holding that hug, there's probably a moment for you, her, where you're like, okay, hug's done now. But then it's like <laughs> awkwardly Shadow would hold on for like an, another couple seconds. Mm-hmm. And then after that, just, Oh, uh, yeah, um, yes. You're good. The good news is I didn't run out, and oh. it's only a gold, so. Perfect. Um, I look at the tube. Is it magical paint, or is it just paint? It's just paint. Yeah, um, sh- like she said, she makes the paint out of, like she uses magic to, to extract the pigments and put them into paint. Mm. All right. Okay. Um, she stands up and, like, looks at you very seriously and, like, slams her fist down. It's makeover time. I'm ready. (laughs) And she grabs your hand and starts walking towards the makeover place. Very nice. I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) You you walk back over (laughs) to the place that is called Marie's Makeovers, and you step inside. In a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids, there were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday we'll take one game and deep dive into the past present and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini-games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives! What now? And fight to the death for our very lives! Fight, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a, like a real... Like a very real... That, that was actually, that was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real 
visceral physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations! New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, 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 let's go play Smash! Let's go play Smash! Let's go play Smash. <laughs> There are so many great words in the English language. Vision. Inspiration. Temptation. Which word describes me? Which word describes you? I'm Alex Schulte, and I host the podcast called One Word Stories. I want to take local Cedar Rapidians and other Eastern Iowans and find out what word describes them right now and go back in their lives and find out how we got here. This show comes out every single Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Google Podcasts. Oh, and if you want more, there's an exclusive post show after every single episode on LAS+. That's like one word stories, plus 15 minutes. If you want to subscribe to LAS Plus, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. You'll get access to ad-free episodes of One Word Stories and every other LAS show, bonus content like One Word Stories post-show, and a whole bunch more. One Word Stories. What's your word? LAS. You walk inside of this store, and inside, it's a slapdash of different things. There's clothing on the left wall, but beyond that are just bolts and bolts of fabric for clothing making. On the right side, there are places where one might sit down, and mirrors in front of those where you could see them yourself. Um, but this could be understood to be a hairdresser's chair. Uh, beyond that, there are many different wigs and bottles of what might be like hair dye or something of the sort. Um, but looking up, you see many metal rafters with pulleys and sliders on them, all connected with tons of string and rope, leading to a spiderweb of obviously complex construction. However, looking to where they all lead, lower in this room, you see a woman seemingly made of wood. She okay. has painted on eyes that blink at you, a blonde wig affixed to the top of her head, and tons of small moving parts that give her this almost eerily human appearance. She's wearing tight leggings and a loose-fitting yellow blouse that reaches down to her hands. And she smiles at you, and she waves her hands, and she says, Well, hello, newfound friends. What can I do for you today? I love this character <laughs> and, already. And you just see the, the strings pull up her arm and wave. <laughs> as she is being puppeted magically by all of these strings above in these rafters as a marionette. This is great. Oh my God. This Shut up. So <laughs> this is so good, Alan. Hi everyone. I'm Marionette. Uh, good to meet you. Uh, what can I do for you today? Her face is like awestruck and she's just like. You just see these like Aww. really crazy like wooden blinking eyes that just like blink at you. She's just like, oh, I mean, sorry. I believe this lady here huh? was wanting a makeover. I want to not look like this. I want to look cuter. Can do. Um, what do you, what do you feel like? Um, I got this over here, and oh. she just shows you a bunch of different outfits of like wonderfully picked different colors and things like that. Um, vibrant different options. Um, and then she says, I can also do hair. And she points over towards the uh, the wigs on the back and she points up to the wig that she's wearing and she kind of adjusts it on her head as all these all the while these strings are pulling her over in different places. <laughs> and you can tell that she's not even walking, but like 
it's maybe like about four inches off the ground. She's actually like walking on air like the <laughs> strings are pulling her as oh, she goes. That is just delightful. Nice. Artists have fun. Um, she just says, um, hair for sure. Uh, clothes. All right. Okay. Yes. Can you make something out of this? And she holds up like the piece of uh, Shadow's cloak. Oh, girl, that is a nice piece of fabric. I can do whatever you want with that. Really? Yeah. Hand it on over. She hands it over. She extends her arms out with like kind of this like wobbling motion, <laughs> and you <laughs> place it in, and she goes, "All right." <laughs> and she flies over to the other side of the room, just, being, like pu- just being pulled across the room, <laughs> and she drops it on a sewing machine that is in the other end of the room, and she says, what are you feeling like for this? Um, let me pull up the reference photo so I can get the <laughs> description. When I look up, it- yeah. Is there like, is it just like uh, like a theater where you have like yes. a lot of It is exactly space? a theater. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's, it's, there's huge fly space in here. There's okay. a ton, a ton of it. But all of it is intricately like, there are tons of strings in here. You've never seen a marion- marionette that is like uh, uh, so intricately detailed. There's like, like five different like movable pieces that just use her mouth, right? There's a ton of different options. And like all of them kind of like bundle into these bundles that kind of go up top, like five different strings will go into one and like go into different places. And these pulleys will move everywhere to move her around. How would you describe this? Uh, I'd say that's like a, that's like a, a, a half skirt, right? Or like a, like a side skirt, right? It's like a side skirt, and then there's another skirt part. Sure. It. So you do like a, an underskirt, and then this one is like a detailed accent piece that goes off to the side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you basically kind of describe this to her, and she just goes, wow, yeah, that's easy. Um, how about this one? And she brings you over to this fabric that looks kind of like tan, um, but it's got like this um, almost like thick thread count to it, almost like like close to burlap, mm-hmm. but then the, so it, it's got a nice texture difference between um, that and the really nicely woven red cloak, which gives it some interesting uh, textural differences. Nice. And she starts to sew that one together. Uh, as you are talking to her, she's just flying through this sewing machine <laughs> and she's just like, anything else I can get you. <laughs> as she's just like sewing as she's talking to you. And it's just like, it's going super fast. It's going <laughs> as it's like she's flying through this. She's obviously oh, very skilled. Love this whole encounter, Alan. Very good job. <laughs> um, she's like, yeah, I want some leggings to go with the boots. Gotcha. And she grabs some black fabric that just pulls off in yards off a bolt. Maybe like a thick belt to go around the midsection. Oh, that's a good idea. She pulls some leather straps <laughs> off of the back of the, the storefront. Um, Maybe like a shirt that is like cut where the shoulders are. All right. What um, can you can you like show me like show me where you want to cut and do you like put it like down like just past the shoulders or over top like a tank top? So like it's open yeah. where her shoulders are and yeah. then it stops like halfway. Sure. On she her she, arm. she takes that same tan material and wraps up another uh, uh, another mannequin and she basically walks over to it and just starts pinning all of these pins in this mannequin to get it to stick in place and then she ro- like rolls some stitches across it just to get it to sit in place takes it off turns it inside out and she's just flying through that that sewing machine again she is insanely quick at this I'd be really curious about like peering off into the fly space above sure and uh, seeing like what's going on is there somebody yeah. up there that's at, like as you doing look it? up as you look up you start to see like these things are just moving on their own like you look up past go, go give me a perception check sure like you look as far as you can into the fly space can i also roll a perception yeah check? go ahead, go ahead. I'm really um 18 nice uh, okay, yeah, you look up, um, Shadow, but as you do, she kind of, like, bumps by you, and she's like, sorry, friend, and she, she just, like, slams in you, you, get, you kind of, like, get caught in something, she unwinds these strings from your arm, she says, oops, my bad, and she takes them <laughs> off of you as you get caught up in them. Sorry, and, it's a 19. And, uh, her, as you look up, you see these strings disappear up into, uh, into the ceiling, and at the very top of them, there are these blue sparks that are just at the very top of them as they disappear into arcane nothingness. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Whatever this is, this is definitely magical. Did this building look this big from the outside? It was definitely tall. Yeah, it's super tall. Yeah. Um, Like, 
ob- like it's like it's like really tall, but it's not incredibly wide. Yeah. It's like they very effectively use the vertical space. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And her, as you are having this conversation with her, she has whipped up this entirely new outfit, this lovely tan shirt, um, a nice fold-over belt that you would put on top of your skirts, mm-hmm. um, and it looks really great. She's just like, this is literally exactly what I described. How did you do that? You're very good at that. Lots of experience. I'm literally made for this. <laughs> You're made for it? Yep. Someone made you? Yep. Who? Yep. Oh, okay. Why does everybody say that whenever I ask them who the boss is? Sorry. I mean, you're fine. It's fine. I'm not devastated uh, or anything. So here's the thing. They like doing this too, but they also don't want to be known for their name. So they put me out here and now I'm just the shopkeep. All right. Can you do hair too? I can. Can you do eyes? I can't. But your eyes are painted on, right? Nope. Not yours. My eyes are. I could paint them different colors if I wanted to. How did you get it to move like that? Uh, I didn't. I made this way. Oh. So I was going to say, I painted some stuff with my friend over there. Looks good. And I was wondering if you knew any way to make it, like, permanent. Or at least last a little longer. It is nope. just paint. Okay. It's just paint. I don't know. I don't do much painting over here. Just don't step in the rain and we'll be fine. All right. Anyways. I don't I don't have any plans on it. Well, no. It's fine. Um, I'd swell up like a big swelly thing. Because <laughs> I'm made of wood. It's very descriptive. I... You're very descriptive. Um, we do hair. Yeah. How much is this going to cost? Oh, all of this? Yeah. Um, well, a full makeover's ten gold. Jeez. I know it's oh, a lot. Wow. It's this a lot. Prices are cheap. Oh. C- custom-made clothes, hair, all in under sixty minutes. We're taking up a lot of time. <laughs> I need to cut your hair. Okay, I'm okay. gonna make the time. Okay. Okay. And she puts her hands up and starts walking over to the. <laughs> You sit down and she goes, I'm joking. You can take as much time as you need. That's That, that was one of my comedy routines that's been programmed. I mean, <laughs> yes, of course. And she sits down nervously. Um, what, do you want, what do you want for your hair? Can you make it black? Yeah. Can you make I, it like that, that sounds color? nice. And she points at Shadow. Oh, Shadow? What? That, that guy, he's yeah. gray. He's made of metal. Oh, well, can you do black then? Yeah. Okay. Just pitch black? Yeah. All right. Can you give me bangs and can you cut the short, like, to here? And she does... Like up to shoulder. Shoulder length. Yeah. Yeah. She, you, you see her just kind of look around and say, all right, hold tight. And she sits you down in the chair and she says, ready? I, like, literally grip the armrest and I'm just like... You'll be okay. She looks down at you and she says, you'll need it. Whoom! As your chair flies backwards towards the back of the store. And she is just there with you and she's like, hold on. She's just like, I'm holding. And you slam into the back wall and your head bobs backwards into a water basin. And she just goes, here we go. And she just dumps some black dye in there. And uh, you see her put on these gloves that go over up to her elbows. Mm-hmm. And she just starts like vigorously scrubbing your hair. And she says, it sets in about 40 seconds, so please don't move. And she just like is washing it through your hair. <laughs> She's mortified. She's mortified. Like She's getting just... shot, nothing. Yeah. Haircut. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> uh, she washes it through your hair and she takes it all or she takes you out of the the basin and she squeezes your hair like uh, like it's wringing out a towel yeah. and then she takes a towel from the side um, and uh, and dries your hair off like a dog like you would dry off a dog it lovely poof, it poofs out and she starts to grab a brush as uh, she basically dispenses it from her arm like mm-hmm. somewhere in her arm there's like a brush dispenser Love and it. she starts brushing out all of your hair and she says oh you got nice long locks here little oven girl let's try and go get that get that cut for you and she spins you back over to the mirror and right as you do you just hear this and right as you turn to look into the mirror your hair is cut (laughs) okay this is the best this is wonderful why can't every hair go like this (laughs) and you look at it and she is really talented at this. It is already done. It is the lines are clean. All of your split ends have been taken off. Apparently, in the spin and during the time she was dyeing your hair, she was cutting it without you noticing. What? Jeez. Okay. And she just goes. Oh, hot thing. All right, Marie's makeovers done and dusted. 
she's just like dumbfounded. She's like, uh, you have a mirror? Yeah. You're sitting, you are sitting right in front of one. You are just turned oh, around. Okay. She turns you back around to it and she says, here you go. So I did, the, the things are going very fast. I didn't notice. It's- no, it's understandable. Most people vomit their first time. I roll con saving through real quick. <laughs> sure. Oh, that's a five. Oh. Probably plus one. You, you- <laughs> okay. On. Plus zero, actually. Plus zero. You just kind of like, and you hold it in your mouth and you're like, nope. And you just like, you swallow back down and you keep Ugh. you keep you keep yourself composed. She's just like, oh I know. I'm the best. Bright side, you look great. Thank you. At least I'm programmed to tell you that. Shadow, do I look good? You look fantastic. She she really does. It's actually this really nice transformation. Like her had um this kind of like long blonde hair beforehand and it was silver hair. I'm oh, sorry, silver hair. Fake yes, fan. of course, of course, of course. My my apologies. Um but it parted <laughs> from like one side, but now it all comes down like really nicely in these very uh like direct lines. It kind of fades ever so slightly to her shoulder. Um and this new outfit looks absolutely stunning on her. But more importantly, do you like it? She looks in the mirror, like looks herself up and down, like, sort of plays with the hair a little bit, and is like, "Yeah." You comfortable? She holds her arms out. Yeah. And then I would look over to uh, Marie. Marie. Yep. And I would uh, take ten gold, and uh, I'd put an extra five in there. Wow! Say thank you. This isn't enough for a second makeover. No, this is for her. She picks up five gold and hands <laughs> it to her. I, I take it. Okay. What's happening? That was a tip. Oh, and I give it uh, back. I don't know. Right? Okay. Not sure what that is, but I'll put it in my... I'll, here's the money jar. And she puts the money in a big <laughs> jar on the front counter. <laughs> Incredible. She says, I'm not sure how I'm going to how I'm gonna say what I sold for five gold, but I appreciate it. Your friendship. Your service. Your bot? You've bought... I didn't know it was up for sale. It's a gift. Oh. For being so lovely. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Well, uh, you're also lovely, especially with your new look, and you're lovely because of those new, really cool paintings on your arms. (laughs) Well, thank you. Those were some of my programmed-in compliments. Did you like them? (laughs) Programmed? Wait. Shadow, are you programmed to say that I look cool? No. Okay, good. I liked him. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. And she flies backwards <laughs> and uh, up into the rafters. What just happened? You got an excellent makeover. I think. I, I think so too. That was that only took like five minutes. Love how we're like we're, we're reeling from this. Yeah, just yeah. Blast it's of it's an so weird. It just like all happened at once. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and now you're still in the building, but she's gone. She's not here. <laughs> Good God. Okay, well, um, ah, uh, I feel cool. And I have this orb, and she takes this orb out of her backpack and is like, it flashed blue at me, so that means it's cool. Yeah, once again, this orb having these Roman numerals carved in 12 different indexes around like a clock and many different smaller cogs and, and small pieces that make it up into a clockwork orb. Looks like you have a puzzle to figure out. Kind of. No, it's just an orb. Oh. She puts it away. <laughs> <laughs> Should we... Are we going back to the house then? I, I think so. I don't know what Val and Caius and Norian really and Nala know. time for that, but... I think it would be probably in order for us to clean or make preparations for our guests tomorrow. <gasps> oh my god, you're right. How did I forget about that? It's fine. It's fine? I'm fine. We could decorate. I think that's a thing that people do with holidays, but I... Your guess is as good as mine. Wonderful. <laughs> you both take the time to enjoy the rest of the day. Head back to the house and get ready to decorate however you'd like. And with that, we'll close this end and we'll see what happens next time.
The LAS Podcast Network. Always local, always authentic, always surprising. To learn more, visit LAS Podcast Network.com. LAS.